You are listening to the Brave AF podcast. This is the place where we talk about what it takes to live a bold, brave, and badass life, which of course is the mindset behind it all. You're in the right place if you want to give fewer fucks about what other people think, quit the procrastination, stop the people pleasing, and release your tight grip on perfection. I know a thing or two about all of it. (laughs) I am your host, certified life coach and rebel, Zena Jones. And I am on a mission to help women lead brave as fuck lives whilst also having their own backs. So my friend, let's fucking go. Hello, my friends. Today we are talking about authenticity. This is an episode that has been a long time in the making. I've wanted to record this for a little while now. And I think on the back of last week's episode, the friend experiment, making friends as an adult recap with Charlie, I think it's beautiful timing. So here we are. So let's start with what is authenticity? So when I was thinking about this before I went and Googled the definition, I made a couple of notes around being yourself. To me, authenticity is your ability to be yourself without a mask. So if you were to think of the visual of everybody's walking around and we've all got masks on, to take that mask off is to be your true authentic self. So Google has a wonderful definition, which is authenticity is the degree to which a person's actions are congruent with his or her values and desires, despite external pressures to social conformity. That's a mouthful. But I think the important part there is that social conformity, the pressure to conform in our society is such a big part of the reason why we struggle to be our authentic selves, which is something I'm going to dig a little deeper into. Before we do that, I wanted to share a little story with you. I was thinking about times where I was very deliberate with being authentic. And I think of this one kind of funny dating related story where I went, when I was dating my partner who I'm with now, I went above and beyond on dates to be my authentic self. So I didn't go, like, I'm not a person to dress right up. I don't wear a lot of makeup. I never wear heels. Like, maybe once a year I will wear heels. And, you know, I have a lot of beautiful clothes, but although I wear bright things, I don't wear, I don't know dresses that are like really fancy right so for me when I started dating my partner I was wearing like a denim skirt or denim shorts and a t-shirt or a singlet which is the things that I wear all the time I was very conscious about wearing minimal makeup and I went as far and I think I've shared this story before to go and buy new bras for this dating because I am a huge fan of Victoria's Secret's padded push-up bras and I live in New Zealand where I can't buy these bras. I literally wait until I go to America and I stock up because they are the one bra I have found that fits my body shape beautifully and it feels like I'm not wearing a bra. Come on. (laughs) So for me, and I know it's not for everyone, but this specific bra that I buy, I love. I'm obsessed with it. Fits beautifully. It's great. And I can get all sorts of bright colors, which I love. I love bright colors. 
and we don't get those kind of beautiful bright colors so much here so anyway those are the bras I usually wear and I went out before these dates before I started seeing him and I brought some very basic like t-shirt bras that to be honest I don't wear them now because they're not that comfortable but I, my idea was like I don't want to be advertising someone and something that I'm not I just want to be more me so that was my kind of authenticity story when it came to dating so in terms of authenticity, Brene Brown is one of the best teachers I know of on this topic. And one of my favorite books is her book, The Gifts of Imperfection. And I'm going to give a quote from that book. Authenticity is a collection of choices that we have to make every day. It's about the choice to show up and be real. The choice to be honest the choice to let ourselves, sorry, our true selves be seen. I think that's such a beautiful description. So I'm curious about why is it that we struggle so much? And I know I'm not alone in that. I, like, honestly, this is a struggle that I sometimes have. I think I've come a long way when it comes to authenticity. However, with just like so many of us, I still struggle. Right. And I see this with some of the people in my life who I think are super authentic is there's certain situations or challenges that might arise where it can get a little bit rocky. So perfectionism is a huge thing that gets in the way for me. It's the desire to try and say or do the right thing. And when I'm doing that, when I'm so caught in saying and doing the right thing, I'm not being myself it's like I'm trying to be who I think other people think I should be or who or who I think I should be perhaps right so perfectionism is such a big hurdle especially for women I was thinking about this I used to pride myself on being the chameleon and maybe you can relate to this story so I could fit in anywhere any environment I could fit in right I could just blend right in and I think that that really did come at a cost because I didn't know who I was. I was someone different with a different group of people. So with each group of friends, with, you know, with my co-workers, with, with all the different groups of people that I came into contact with or, you know, socialized with, I was someone different. And I remember I had this leaving dinner before I moved to London. My friends decided that they would kind of put together a leaving dinner and invite a bunch of people. And I, I hate this kind of thing. I hate being the center of attention. I hate having, you know, a party thrown for me. And they were adamant and so they did it and I had to invite the people. And of course, everyone's like, well, are you doing something? We want to come. And of course, you know, you can't, you can lie, but <laughs> it's not in my value system to lie. So of course, all the people came along. And there was a group of like 15 to 20 people there. And I remember being at this leaving dinner and just feeling so uncomfortable and awkward because there's all these different people there who don't know each other. And I was like, you all know me differently. I'm a different person to each of you. So it just felt so uncomfortable, right? Because I was the chameleon and I would fit in with different people. So another quote that I've got here is, fitting in is about assessing a situation and becoming who you need to be to be accepted 
Belonging, on the other hand, doesn't require us to change who we are. It requires us to be who we are. I love that so much because that is so much of the work that I have done is to get to the place where I can be who I am and belong anywhere simply because I choose to belong and be here, right? Such powerful work to do. So what does it require to be authentic? It requires a shitload of courage and vulnerability, right? It's a willingness to be unaccepted or unapproved of by other people and knowing that at doing so, like when you, when you are being yourself and other people don't necessarily approve or accept you being who you truly are, by being your authentic self, you're approving and accepting yourself. You're saying this is who I am and who I am is enough. Like that is such a powerful thing to do. And there are always going to be people who don't agree and who don't like who you are, right? regardless of who you are even if you're trying to be that chameleon that I just described there will still be people who don't like you and accept you and approve of you right who question you I want to come back to the pressures to conform socially I think that that is such a big part of why I struggled for such a long time when it came to authenticity is because I felt such a pressure from society to fit in to be like everyone else, to do what everyone else was doing. And, you know, for me, initially that really looked like, well, I should be skinny, I should lose weight. And then it was like, well, I should be in a relationship and I should, you know, get a really good job and I should work my way up the ladder and I should settle down and buy a house and I should be getting married and all these things. Like there was that kind of unspoken society way of living and doing things and I felt such a pressure from that not to mention that so many people experience pressures from religions and cultures and you know just families there is so much pressure to live your life a certain way which is so much about you know it can really feel like we're being put in a box and we can't get out of that box and I think authenticity is taking the lid off the box and standing up and getting out right Now, I'm not saying that's easy, especially when we have dynamics like families and cultures and religions that want us to behave and act in a certain way. Otherwise, we will no longer have their acceptance and their approval. Right? Like that can be a very challenging thing to work through. But what happens when we stay in the box so that everyone else accepts us and approves of us or not everyone but you know perhaps the immediate people in our life is we don't accept or approve of ourselves and we don't feel authentic something feels off it feels out of alignment like I always describe like that out of alignment feeling for me is like I'm like rubbing my arm on sandpaper you know it's just it's grating on me right it's not right So I want to acknowledge like those external pressures to conform and fit in are big. And also, if you think about, you know, I talk a lot about how we have evolved from caveman, cavewoman days, you know, fitting in was literally required for our survival and our evolution. So our brain wants to do whatever is required to fit in. 
But then we also wrestle with this internal desire we have to be our true selves and live our own lives separate to what the pack is doing. So it's like, you know, which one of these calls do we want to kind of answer? Right? This is something we have to decide, something we have to think about. It's not something we have or don't have when we talk about authenticity. It is a practice. And as with any practice, the more we do it, the easier it becomes. I know for me, I still go into certain social situations and I'm an introvert and I experience social anxiety and I've got a lot of tools. So I'm pretty confident to go into any situation and I'm fine with meeting new people and I enjoy it. But I still go in sometimes and that chameleon kind of shows up. And I'm like, hang on a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Like I catch myself and I'm back to the practice. Okay. Like this is who I am. This is what I do. I don't need to have a pre-rehearsed speech. I don't need to worry about saying or doing the right thing. Who I am is enough. And I just get to be me, be real. Right. I love to swear, swear. Right. I love bright colors. Wear bright colors. Be more me. Like that is literally like sometimes one of the things that I will teach my clients is how can you be more you be more loudly and unapologetically you what are the things that you love what are the things you get excited by that light you up for me that's cats it's travel it's bright colors it's swearing like those are all such a part of who I am and if you were to follow me on social media if you come hang out on instagram xena.jones.coach or on facebook xena jones you will see all of those things you will see me swearing you will see me wearing my new favorite t-shirt right is the Uh, What does it say? Oh, I'm a ray of fucking sunshine. And it's like fluoro yellow. So fun. But you'll see me wearing the bright colors and, you know, showing pictures of my cats and vacation photos, right? Like, how can you be more you loudly, proudly and unapologetically? Because that is practicing authenticity. So when I'm having that like moment where I notice, oh, I'm trying to fit in or I'm trying to blend, you know, that chameleon as I describe it, like that's how I notice it coming out of me. When I notice that, I come back to, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. How can I be more me right now? Right? And for me, I'm not about being perfect. I'm about being imperfect. I really am. And I have to remind myself of that sometimes. Right? And what I love about authenticity, right, when we talk about it requires vulnerability and it requires courage, is those two things are such attractive qualities. Vulnerability builds connection with other people. I was talking with a client the other day and she was saying she is currently traveling around and she had gone to a meetup group. And it was a swing dancing meetup group. And she was talking to one of the women there and they were like, oh my gosh, you're originally from New York. Like that's the home of swing dancing. And you know, you must go all the time. And she said she was really vulnerable in that moment and said, you know what? I actually feel kind of um, overwhelmed by it sometimes and a little bit um, insecure because of, you know, it's very, you know, it's such a big deal. And everyone thinks because you're from New York, you should be really good at it and all these things. And she was just really honest with this person. And she said that she was blown away by that person's honesty and, and ability to relate to her and the connection that they created through her authenticity. 
Because I think that so often we try to inflate ourselves a little bit in that situation. I know I have done this. I remember going to um, like networking groups early on in my business and connecting with other coaches and they'll be like, so how's your coaching business going? I'll be like, oh, really great. Like I've got so many clients and, you know, it's amazing. And I was like totally inflating myself. I was not in that situation. I wanted to be in that situation at that time. But the reality was that that's at that point in time in my business, I wasn't. But if I had been vulnerable and said, you know what, like I'm still getting off the ground. I've only got a handful of clients, but I love what I do. And it's, you know, amazing work. And I'm, you know, here to meet new people and talk about, you know, how I can help them and see, you know, different ways in the community that I can support people. Like if I had have approached it from that angle, that, that level of vulnerability and authenticity and truth and honesty and realness, like imagine the kind of connection that could have been created from that. That makes sense? I think it does. So again, it really does come back to, you know, courage and vulnerability. And I'd love to remind everyone that you can't be courageous without fear being present, right? Like it's okay to be afraid of like, what will people think or how will I be perceived when I show up this way or I say this thing but I'm willing to do it anyway, because this is who I am. Like, this is the truth, right? So on the, ty- uh, on the cover of this book, I've got it right here, The Gifts of Imperfection from Brene Brown. She says, let go of who you think you're supposed to be and embrace who you are. And I think that's such a big part of it here is letting go of the shoulds. Like, who should do I think I should be who do I think I'm supposed to be make a list this is often a session that I have with a client quite early on especially if they are quite new to coaching and personal development self-growth work is we'll do a should session because they start saying oh I should be doing this and I should be doing this and I should do this and it's like hold on a minute right I should be further along I should have made more money by now I should have a better job I should have you know, settle down and had kids. I should be doing more travel. I should like all of these things start coming up. And it's so much about like who you think you should be and what you think you should do. It's not necessarily about who you are and what you want. So much of those shoulds are society pressures and expectations that have come from our family or from, you know, the women in our community or, you know, society pressures and expectations that we've placed on ourselves. But it's so often not who we are or who we want to be. And so much pressure can be released when we look at that and we question it and we see just how much pressure is created by that single sentence, I should or I'm supposed to dot, 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 right? I should always have a tidy house. I'm supposed to, you know, keep my house tidy, especially in case someone pops around. Okay, is is that true? <laughs> like, where did you get that from? Is that really what you want? Because I'll tell you what, I feel really uncomfortable when I go around to someone's house and it is fucking pristine. Like, I don't even want to put my glass or my my cup of coffee down because I'm afraid. <laughs> tell you what I feel a lot more comfortable when I go into someone's house and it's lived in I don't care if there's washing on a clothes horse in in the lounge room or in a basket somewhere or you know dishes in the sink that's a home that is lived in that is imperfect 
And I can relate to that. That is authentic. That is real. That is true. Right? I'm sharing that story with you all because it was a conversation I had with a client recently and it was a huge aha moment for her. Right? So good. So the last thing I wanted to say, and I'm hoping you got plenty of takeaways out of this so far, is, well, I'll give you two things. If you're loving this conversation and you're relating to it, do go and either read or listen to The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. She's one of my teachers. But the other thing I wanted to offer you is authenticity is such a big part of the work we do when it comes to having your own back. Right? In order to have your own back, it requires you to be your authentic self. It requires courage and vulnerability and so many of the things that we've talked about in this episode here today. So if you are interested in doing that work, then I invite you to come and work with me, to come and explore coaching, okay? You can find all the information and the ways to do that below the episode here today. All right, my friends, as I said, it is a practice. So I want to invite you to go out there and practice being authentic, be loudly, boldly, unapologetically yourself. What does that look like? And if you don't know, Like I invite you to play with it and find out, go on a discovery journey, a self-discovery journey. What do I like? Who am I? Like ask yourself that question. Who do I think I should be? What do I think I should be doing? And what do I really truly want? Who do I want to be? Right? Okay, my friends, huge, huge love to you all. Take care out there. Wishing you all safe and happy holidays. Hey friends, if you want to hang out, come find me on Instagram. I love playing over there and sharing lots of little gems. Xena.jones.coach is where you will find me. Remember, Xena is spelt with an X. Also, you can check out my website, xenajones.com. And if you would like to explore coaching and working with me one-to-one, then please do book in for a consult. I would love to chat with you.